Good Sunday afternoon to you, family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. Today, I thought we'd do something different, Sunday devotionals. I will sing praise in all I do. I will sing praise. I made my choice. I will sing praise in all I do. I will sing praise to you. No matter the storms that I may face, no matter the trials that come my way, I know that you will bring me through, so I will trust in you. Father God, we thank you for another wonderful, amazing, and awesome Sunday. Another day to behold the beauty that is all around us in us and within us and for us because you are our father and you love us because you love us because you love us your love for us is never ending it is infinite and each and every moment and millisecond of the day we can grab a hold to your infinite love and your joy help us and your grace and your compassion and your mercy and your compassion we thank you oh god for that we thank you for being our father we thank you for being the god that sees we thank you for being the god that hears us we thank you for god that's being ever present all around us we thank you for being the god that soothes our heart when it's broken and we're crushed in spirit we thank you for being our friend we thank you for being our first love we thank you abba just for you in jesus name we pray how y'all doing today how y'all doing this mighty fine sunday evening i thought it would be good to do sunday devotionals and talk about the subject of taking heart if you will bear with me i'll get my scripture today the scripture that comes to mind is john sixteen thirty three, that says i have excuse me yeah i said that right i thought i had missed something i said it right john sixteen thirty three. it says i have told you these things so that in me you may have peace In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. The subject of today's devotional this afternoon slash evening is take heart. In chapter 16, we find Jesus speaking to his disciples of his impending death and departure, as well as their desertion. In John 16, 32, Jesus tells them a time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered each to your own home you will leave me all alone yet i'm not alone for my father is with me certainly you know it said that this must have been disconcerting for the disciples to hear which is why jesus immediately followed up with his comforting words in john 16:33 that says well our verse i have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome this the world, excuse me. You know, what What do we see in this verse? I believe that we see two certain realities. The truth is that as followers of Jesus, we will suffer, you know, distress, trials and tribulations. Yet Jesus has already won the victory. The specific phrase, 
take heart. I have overcome the world is found in both the New International Version and English Standard Version. Other English versions of this verse or or of that phrase, take heart, shall I say, render it slightly different. One says, take heart. It can also be rendered as take courage or be courageous. Or in the King James Version, take heart is said to be of good cheer. And the word overcome could be also translated as conquered. You know, I was thinking about how we can take heart because this is the verse, you know, that was in the our Bible verse for today and the verse that I was thinking of all day today. And I was thinking, how can we as people, Abba's kids uh, all around the globe, take heart uh, during this time of our life? Because I was thinking about how mundane, you know, life is these days. You know, we have varied tasks. Some of us are essential workers. Some of us are working from home. Some of us are not. And how do you really take heart during a time like this? How do you, you know, really do that? And I was reading um, earlier this week, I was reading this book. It's called, uh, If You Want to Walk on Water, You Have to Get Out Off the Boat. And that's by John Ortberg. But there's a chapter in there that talks about how there was one experience that Jesus never had. Because Jesus experienced, it said, virtually every human emotion, sorrow and joy and pain. Jesus had been tired, angry and hopeful. Yet the one thing that is said that Jesus has never been is frantic. He was never panicked. And and the author writes that in that moment, he realized that God is never desperate. Because when Jesus tells us to take heart, it means to be encouraged, to have hope, to be bold and to be confident, to not give up, to be of good cheer, to have courage and to cheer up, to cheer up. Whether we take heart or lose heart is simply a choice, is a decision that we make in our lives. And what are we deciding today? You know, let's some hope that I find is that hope in the New Testament itself is patient it's disciplined it's confident it's waiting for and it has an expectation from Jesus it demonstrates its living character by the steadfastness with which it waits which means you know what are we hoping for you know during this time and it, and it and, you know although I think many of the commercials and many you know of the world at large focuses on the time that it is because let's be real have we ever had the experience of living through a pandemic I don't I don't have that experience when I think about my parents and even my grandparents though not they're not here I don't remember them talking about living through a time like this time you know I don't remember them speaking of that and you know the need to Self-care is is deeply important. The need to thinking about what you're thinking about, the need for understanding what your words are and the power of your words is so important because we all have struggles. We all have disappointments. We all have heartbreaks. Unfortunately, they're part of life. Yet what's important is it's crucial that we ground our joy in Christ. And that to me is what take heart means. It means what are we focusing on what are we grinding our joy in we need to ground excuse me grind our joy in Christ and not relationships and not circumstances and not jobs and not health or achievements because although though all the things you know that I said you know uh 
relationships and circumstances, jobs, health and achievements. They're great. They're wonderful. I'm not saying that we should not care about them. They definitely have their place in our life and a role in it. Yet all those things are transitory which means they transition, which means things can be up and down, which means when we can look at our life, our life can be like the seasons. There's fall and then there's winter and then there's spring and then there's summer. Holy joy, though, gives us courage to smile when our hearts are uncertain, when our hearts are broken, when our hearts don't know what to do. Joy pushes us to persevere when we feel like quitting, when we're uncertain of what the next moment is going to be like. We might not know the future, but we know who holds our hand. We know who holds the world in their hands. We know who has a plan and a purpose for every single day of life. And we can grind our joy. We can place our mind and our being in that truth and allow it to fuel us, fuel us to stand strong in faith when hope wavers and equips us to trust Because Abba can always bring beauty from brokenness. Abba always has something beautiful to see. It's around us, near us, and within us. Joy from Christ is life-giving. And that's what I wanted to share with you for today. So if you don't remember anything that I said today, I want you to remember these four things. One, we all have struggles, disappointments, and heartbreaks, which are unfortunately parts of our life. Yet the important, crucial thing that we need to be doing is thinking about what we're thinking, what's on our mind. And we need to be thinking about what it is we're saying. And the second point is we need to ground our joy in Christ. We do not need to ground our joy in relationships, circumstances, jobs, health or achievement. Come close to the recording device. I'm not saying that those things are not important. Yet it's important to note point three. All those things are transitory. We all have seasons in our lives, but joy from Christ is permanent. It's fixed. It's unchanging. Joy gives us courage to smile, to smile when our hearts are broken, to smile when our hearts are uncertain. It pushes us. Joy pushes us to persevere when we don't know what to do. Or maybe when we feel like, you know what, I've done all I can today. I'm going to quit today. Joy fuels us to stand strong in faith. Joy allows us to take heart, to be of good courage, to have hope that we can always count on, depend on Christ who equips us to trust him and who always brings beauty in every situation. I hope that what I've said today has encouraged your spirit. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Lord, I trust in your power in our life and I will choose joy based on your promises alone. Help me learn to love the life you've given. Things I want you to think about this week as we uh, get started Monday will be here before we know it. I want you to think about writing a prayer to Jesus. And inviting Jesus to be the source of your joy and proclaiming your willingness to love your life again, no matter what. Let me know how that goes. You can always reach out to the podcast at Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. You have a great rest of your evening. I love you. And guess what? 
you will never be able to change it. Peace. Talk to you next time.